everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 2nd of October 2023. And guys, in my episode that I released on the 28th of September, I talked about the federal government going for a shutdown. And because of that, there is a possibility of the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies to pump up. Now look guys, since the last 24 hours, that is what is going on. Because if you look at the global cryptocurrency market, there is a very high possibility that it could have touched the $1.10 trillion mark. But what happened is that, on the 30th of September, just few hours before the US federal government was shut down, there was a massive update and looks like the federal government is not going to be shutting down and there is a 45-day shop gap arrangement. Now look guys, I really am not sure if this is a positive news or a negative news for the cryptocurrency world because look guys, this is how it should have worked. If the federal government should have been shut down, there would ideally be in panic in the market and the understanding is that whenever there is panic in the market, People will go ahead and switch to cryptocurrencies, more of a hedge towards inflation and possibly negative things to happen in the cryptocurrency market. But because of this 45-day stop gap, could it be possible it could lead to a dump in the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies? Definitely possible. So I'll definitely go ahead and explore that in today's episode. Now look, uh, since the last few hours, the global cryptocurrency market is definitely pumping up. And based on how mainstream media portrays this news, I'm pretty much sure it's going to have a drastic impact on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore that. And to be honest guys, because of the shutdown, there was also this news about Ethereum futures to be ETF. Now listen to this guys. The news was that because of a possible shutdown, the Security and Exchange Commission might rush towards approving futures ETF. But everything has changed now, isn't it? So in today's episode, we'll definitely touch base on news regarding Ethereum ETF. And Vitalik Buterin guys, one of the co-founders of Ethereum, he also published a blog now his blog is really critical blog guys and he actually discusses decentralized autonomous monopoly so we'll definitely go ahead and look at that. Now listen guys Vitalik Buterin's blog is extremely helpful and critical and to be honest guys he does give his very honest opinion. Now if you're someone who's just gotten into the cryptocurrency space I would definitely recommend you to reading through his blog. Now his blogs are ridiculously long but definitely very very helpful. Now guys in the world of Bitcoin we have some massive update. And the news is that Human Rights Foundation, they have donated $500,000 in Bitcoin projects. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore that. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news, guys, is to do with Metaverse. And the news is that Joy amplifies its Metaverse version with three strategic initiatives in Dubai. So it looks like we have a new player in the Metaverse in the Emirate of Dubai. So we'll definitely go ahead and break down that news. And the second news, guys, is kind of connected to UAE, and this is published in Cointelegraph. And the news is that SBI is working with UAE Straight Phoenix to set up joint crypto venture in Japan. So quite a lot of cover, guys, in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at Eight, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain, and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. 
Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us, from the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies. We'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto and Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced MediaCars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps. That is people, planet, and prosperity. Now listen, guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, listen guys, there are three things I'm absolutely passionate about. One is death metal, ice cold beer, and the third one is extreme sports, and that is Tough Murder. And Tough Murder guys is a series of obstacle and mud runs that'll push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition. It's essentially a community that is built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside of your comfort zone is the actual reward. And my big question is guys, when was the last time you did something wild for the very first time? 
Now listen guys, Tough Mudder Arabia has a formidable team and one of the events does actually take place on the 14th of October and Tough Mudder Arabia guys is putting across a series of events this year and next year and the first big event take place on Fujero Adventure Park on the 14th of October. So look at the show notes below, you'll find the registration link and if you're someone who's in Dubai, there are two days of back-to-back -to -back Tough Mudder events as well that takes place on the 11th and the 12th of November at the iconic Jebel Ali race and finally guys in the second quarter of 2024 there's a massive event taking place in Ras Al Khaimah and that takes place on the 20th of April 2024. Now listen guys if you want a season pass it is at a discounted price so look at the show notes below for the discounted price and guess what guys they have two different distances as well 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers and if you have kids get your kids along so check out the show notes below to find out more information regarding Tough Mudder Arabia. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI if you're using an Android version go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms and The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all, they also plan to release 7 NFTs and these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet and this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in and Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France and Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline and Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge and this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now the global cryptocurrency market guys as of now is at 1.08 trillion dollars. It's going to be really interesting to see how the global cryptocurrency market reacts on Mondays and Tuesdays. Now mind you guys, I'm in Dubai 
and I'm looking at these prices in the early morning hours in the Middle East and there is a very high possibility that mainstream media has not published this news and it is still technically Sunday in the Western countries like Canada and US. So Monday early morning hours, I'm pretty much sure the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are definitely going to be impacted the most. Now that thing being said guys, the global cryptocurrency market is marginally up by 0.47% since the last 24 hours and the total crypto market volume in the last 24 hours is at $29.18 billion. To be honest guys, this number of $29.18 billion is ridiculously low but the fact that this is on a Sunday in Western countries and early morning hours in the Middle East, to be honest, these numbers seem absolutely fantastic and what is even crazy is that since the last 24 hours, it is actually down by 14.73%. So I'm pretty much sure after the news broke out regarding the stock gap arrangement, there has been massive movements in the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. We'll definitely touch base on that. Now the total volume in DeFi is also at $2.54 billion. Now mind you guys, these numbers are ridiculously low. But if you were to compare these numbers, let's say on a Sunday or Monday early hours in the Middle East, these numbers are definitely the best, probably the best in 2023. Now so far as the total value locked is concerned, it is well below the $40 billion mark and as of today, it is at $38.78 billion and DeFi gas unfortunately is accounting for only 8.70% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. And so far as total value locked is concerned guys, Lido is still dominating with $14.91 billion and few weeks ago guys I did talk about an article which is published by CoinShares that talks about some of the negative aspects of Lido's dominance and later on today I'll very briefly touch base on Vitalik Buterin's blog that also talks about Monopoly in Decentralized Autonomous Organization. It is so crazy to think of Monopoly in a distributed or decentralized autonomous organization isn't it? But unfortunately guys when we talk about human greed limited supply of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies and game theory, I really am not sure if you're going to find a cure or solution for it. Now so far as decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance is concerned, it is at 11.98%. Now since the last few weeks guys, one anomaly which I'm noticing is that decentralized exchange to centralized exchange on a weekend is going down. Earlier in the year, decentralized exchange to centralized exchange during the weekend used to definitely pump up but since the last 4 to 6 weeks, decentralized exchange to centralized exchange volume on the weekend is going down so really I'm not sure what is going on. Now let's quickly run through the 24 hour volume of decentralized exchange cause Uniswap is clearly an outlier and its volume is $420.7 million followed by PancakeSwap at $187.64 million. Mavic Protocol is number 3rd at $93.56 million. Dodo Gas at number 4 at $91.34 million and finally Curve Finance at $61.97 million. What is a bit strange guys to be honest is that these numbers are ridiculously less considering the fact that the global cryptocurrency market has definitely pumped up since the last 72 hours. Ideally these numbers should be at least 2 or 3 times more but this is the crazy world of decentralized finance and cryptocurrency world isn't it. Now let's quickly run through the volume of stable coins. It is at $27.66 billion and stable coins guys is accounting for 94.78% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and out of this 27.66 billion dollars tether usdt is accounting for 24.65 billion dollars now listen guys if you were to compare the total cryptocurrency market volume it is 29.18 billion dollars and out of that tether usdt accounts for 24.65 billion dollars so it looks like since the last 72 hours people are definitely using a lot of tether usdt to go out and buy and sell bitcoin and cryptocurrencies now so far as the volume of Circle USDC is concerned, it is still ridiculously low 
As a matter of fact, CircleUSDC's volume has gone down and it is only at $1.37 billion and Binance BSD's volume has marginally pumped up at $855 million. It is still below the $1 billion mark. Now guys, let's quickly run through the market cap. 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now what is a bit surprising guys, that since the last 72 hours, Ethereum's market cap has definitely pumped up a lot and it has crossed the $200 billion mark. I very specifically remember on the 28th or 27th of September, I did talk about Ethereum's market cap to actually go below the $190 billion mark but looks like news regarding the government shutdown or the federal government shutdown is turned out to be positive for the world of Ethereum. Now as of today 2nd of October, Ethereum's market cap is at $201 billion whereas Bitcoin's market cap is at $529 billion. I wouldn't be surprised guys in the next few hours if Bitcoin's market cap crosses the $530 billion. Now since the last 24 hours if you look at the trading volume, it is ridiculously low. Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is only at $6.2 billion whereas Ethereum is at $3.05 billion. And guys, if you look at Solana since the last 72 hours, looks like it is definitely pumping to the moon because it is up by well over 13%. Now, if you look at the dominance guys between Bitcoin and Ethereum, it is at 48.89%, whereas Ethereum is at 18.90%. Now, guys, let me run through a matrix, which to be honest, guys, I'm reading it out for the very first time in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 podcast, and that is the top NFT marketplaces. And the number one, guys, to be honest, is a surprise, is Mineable Punks. And if you look at its 24-hour volume in terms of Ethereum, it is 799.11 ETH. Now, the second one is Mutant Ape Yacht Club. And in terms of ETH, it is 450.53 Ethereum. And the third one is Bode Ape Yacht Club. It is at 421.63 ETH. Now, mind you guys, I'm looking at these numbers only for the last 24 hours. And what you can do is you can go to dapradar.com and look at these numbers yourself as well. The fourth one, guys, is Miladi. And since the last 24 hours, the transaction done is 371.13 ETH. And finally, the number fifth is Dreadfuls. And 315.3 ETH has been traded since the last 24 hours. Now, what I'm really liking about this matrix, guys, is rather than using fiat currency or dollar value, we are looking at these numbers in terms of Ethereum or cryptocurrency. That is beautiful, isn't it? And one of the visions of Satoshi Nakamoto was operation of money and the state. And to be honest, guys, I really am not sure when we'll be able to achieve that. Most likely in the next couple of decades, we might be able to value things or assess it based purely, let's say, on Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. That would be an absolute win for Satoshi Nakamoto. Now guys, before we look at the king of all king that is Bitcoin, let me run through a protocol called as Genosis. Now to be honest guys, I really am not sure if that is the way how you pronounce it, but the ticker symbol for Genosis is G-N-O, that is G for George, N for November, and O for Orange, and they are essentially an Ethereum-focused software company, and its history goes back to 2015. So let me go ahead and very briefly run through what this project is, what is it that they do, the founders and the team, and some of the unique features. The Genosis Gas was originally part of Consensus, a company that actually focuses on Ethereum technology. And in 2017, Genosis became an independent project. And the core team is led by Martin Copeland, who's the CEO and founder. And he's known for his expertise in blockchain and IT system engineering. And Stefan George is the CTO and co-founder, who's a well-known software developer with a background in system engineering and experience in the cryptocurrency industry. And also Dr. Frederick Ernst, who is the COO, who plays a significant role in the project's operation. So let me just very briefly run through what the unique features are, because they have Genosis Safety, they have COW Protocol, 
conditional tokens, and Genosis Auction and Zodiac. So let me very briefly run through what those are, because Genosis has developed several decentralized tools and protocol. And so far as Genosis Safe is concerned, this is a secure wallet for Ethereum that requires multi-signatures for transactions, and it is governed by SafeDAO, which is essentially a decentralized group. And so far as the protocol is concerned, it is COW protocol, and unlike typical decentralized exchanges, COW protocol uses batch auctions to make buyers and sellers for efficient traders at the best available prices and they also have conditional tokens and these are used for prediction markets allowing users to create and trade conditional tokens based on specific outcomes and they also have Genosis auction and Zodiac and guys these are tools and standards for decentralized autonomous organization or distributed autonomous organization as I like to call it and they also have a token and the ticker symbol for that is GNO and GNO guys as a native cryptocurrency for Genosis ecosystem and there is a maximum supply of 3 million GNO and approximately 2.6 million GNO are currently in circulation and GNO holders guys can participate in Genosis DAO which is essentially a platform where they can have the same protocol changes, influence the project's direction, engage in prediction markets and earn rewards as well and so far as the security is concerned, Genosis is built on Ethereum blockchain which uses proof-of-stake consensus mechanism for security and so far smart contracts is concerned smart contracts on Genosis are deployed on Ethereum and undergo regular security audits and Genosis Safe, the multi-signature wallet does provide an additional layer of security by requiring multiple signatures for transactions making it less susceptible to unauthorized access so essentially in some regards Genosis is a decentralized platform with a talented team that has developed innovative tools and protocols and these tools offer unique features like secure wallets, efficient decentralized exchanges, prediction markets, and GNO also serves as a native currency, granting users influence and rewards within the Genosis ecosystem. And the security is enhanced by Ethereum's proof of stake consensus and the use of Genesis Safe for transaction security. So, what are your thoughts, guys, on Genosis? Looks like they're definitely a promising project, but looks like it is something mostly meant for developers and not necessary for average individual citizens, right? Now guys, let's look at the king of all kings, that is Bitcoin. And since the last 48 hours or 72 hours, the price has definitely crossed the $27,000 mark. And as of today, it is at $27,096. And since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 0.27%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 1.94%. If you look at the price of Ethereum, guys, it is well over the $1,600 mark. It is at $1,675. Now since the last 24 hours, it has marginally gone down by 0.97%, but since the last 7 days, it is up by 0.24%. Now Binance BNB coin guys is struggling to be honest, and I really am not sure what the future of Binance BNB coin is, let's say 6 months from now. But as of now, the price of Binance BNB coin is at $214, and since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.78%, and since the last 7 days, it is up by 1.70%. Now what happened guys, on the 1st of October, that is on Saturday in US, there was a massive news that actually broke out that the federal government shutdown will not be taking place and there is a stopgap arrangement of roughly around 45 days and looks like because of that, the market is definitely back to fluctuations. Now if you look at the fear and greed index guys, it is showing at 42 which is neutral and you can check this via CoinMarketCap or you can also check it via AlternativesMe.com and over there also it is at 48 which is neutral which means at this point of time, it is unclear if the market is going to go in a positive way or in a negative way. Now this is what I think of it guys. When the news actually broke out regarding the federal government to be shut down, 
people were under the impression that the federal government will be shut down, let's say, for a few days, maybe a few weeks, and that would ideally create panic in the market. And because of that, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies might turn out to be a safe haven. And because of that, people will go out and buy Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And that is exactly what happened. And the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies definitely pumped up. But what happened is that on Saturday, just 30 minutes before the Fed was supposed to shut down, there was this massive news that broke out that Kevin McCarthy has actually passed a bill stating that the federal government will not be shutting down and there is some stopgap arrangement being made for 45 days. Now does this mean guys because of this, the price of cryptocurrencies would fall down? That's what logically makes sense, right? So it's going to be really interesting to see how the crypto market reacts, particularly on Monday. So essentially what happened is that just at the last moment, the US Congress passed a stopgap measure to avoid government shutdown and Kevin McCarthy, who's the Speaker of the House, mentioned via Twitter that the House just passed a short-term stopgap measure that'll keep the government open and even pay the troops and full fund disaster relief as well. Now this, to be honest, is a positive thing for the country, right? But unfortunately, it looks like this news might turn out to be negative for the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency world, so it depends on how you take it. And what happened, guys, before this news regarding stopgap arrangement was being made, MarketWatch.com did actually publish an article that stated that if the US government shuts down, it could actually boost the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So what I'd really recommend you to do is read through that article because that is exactly what happened. The prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and even Tal Cohen, the managing director of Kraken, which is the oldest cryptocurrency exchange in the world. Now he's the managing director only of Kraken US. He also agreed that the government shutdown could actually be beneficial for Bitcoin, but definitely less bullish so far as the price is concerned. Now look guys, because we have a stopgap for 45 days, could this mean that the price of Bitcoin would dump? Logically, that would make a lot of sense, isn't it? So it's going to be really interesting to see the narrative mainstream media actually puts out. So that way we'll get some idea or indication on which direction the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is heading towards. Now listen guys, cryptocurrency influencers on YouTube, on podcasts will take it in a different way. They could make any news turn out to be positive. So what I'd really recommend you to do is on the episode that I released on the 28th of September, make sure you go and have a listen to it because I went ahead and explained what cryptocurrency influencers can do if the US federal government was on a shutdown and even if they were not on a shutdown, the cryptocurrency price influencers can try to artificially create the demand for Bitcoin in either direction. Now what they can say is because we have our 45 day stopgap arrangement, there's a very high possibility of Bitcoin spot ETF to be approved. And because of that, they will try to create a fake narrative that the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies could actually pump up. But let's say if this 45 days arrangement was not being made, they would say that there is panic in the market. And because of that, you need to go out and buy Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So listen, guys, make sure you go out and do your own research. Now, the next thing that I'm going to talk about, guys, is regarding futures ETF. And this also, in hindsight, ties up with the news regarding the federal government shutdown and the decision to have a stopgap arrangement as well. Now what happened is that on the 28th of September, Cointelegraph did actually report that investment firm Valkyrie will start offering exposure to Ethereum's future in the coming days and they have actually stated that on 3rd of October, the fund's name will be updated to Valkyrie's Bitcoin and Ethereum strategy ETF and it will allow investors access to Ethereum and Bitcoin futures under one wrapper, making it one of the first firms to do so amid several pending applications with the US Security and Exchange Commission and along with Valkyrie, even asset manager Vanek also discloses upcoming Ethereum strategy ETF 
which will be listed on CBOE exchange. Now look guys, all this news was taking into consideration that the US federal government will be on a shutdown and based on the article what it states is that analysts suggested that a potential US government shutdown might have actually accelerated the launch of Ethereum's future ETF. So what's going to happen I really really am not sure. Now mind you guys this all news was under the assumption that the federal government will be on a shutdown from the 1st of October but that thing has not happened so it's going to be really interesting to see now since we have a 45 day stopgap arrangement. Now listen guys regarding the Ethereum ETF news there is another update regarding Vanek and Vanek actually mentioned via Twitter that they want to donate 10% of the profits from Ethereum ETF to co-developers for 10 years and the beneficiary guys of this 10% will be the protocol guild which is a group of 150 developers maintaining Ethereum's core technology. Now this is more to do with Ethereum futures ETF I assume. So look guys looks like there is a very high possibility of an Ethereum future ETF to be approved but I don't think so that an Ethereum spot ETF will be approved at least not before Bitcoin spot ETF. So keep a track on the price of Ethereum at least from Monday or Tuesday I'm pretty much sure it's definitely going to fluctuate. Now regarding Ethereum guys, we also have some update by the co-founder that is Vitalik Buterin and Vitalik Buterin guys did actually raise concern about the growing influence of decentralized organization or DAO in the governance of node operators within the liquidity staking pool and in the blog that he published on the 30th of September, Vitalik Buterin cautioned that increased reliance on decentralized autonomous organization for decision making in selecting node operators who play a vital role in managing a pool's assets could potentially expose these pools to vulnerabilities forged by malicious actors. Now what he's saying does make a lot of sense and what he's offering is also a solution as well. Now he's also offered a solution that could actually lower the likelihood of any individual liquid staking provider growing to a point where it poses a systemic risk. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is guys read through that blog cause it is a bit technical to be honest. Now in that blog he did actually mention something about rocket pool and he mentioned the positive and he mentioned the negative thing about Rocket Pool. Now regarding Rocket Pool, the positive thing that he said is that Rocket Pool offers the opportunity for anyone to become a node operator by placing 8 Ethereum. Now so far as the negative thing regarding Rocket Pool, what Vitalik Buterin in his blog has mentioned that it does allow attackers to 51% attack the network and forces users to pay most of the cost. Now listen guys, Vitalik Buterin roughly around 2 weeks ago did have a brilliant episode with Bankless. I would definitely urge you to check it out. Now mind you guys, it is extremely technical and it is something which would not make sense to explain it in the podcast. So what I really recommend you to do is go to Bankless and definitely go and check out that episode. Because to be honest what he's saying does make a lot of sense and what I like about Vitalik Buterin's blog is that he's not only sharing the problems but he's also offering a solution. Now guys let's discuss some news regarding Bitcoin. Now listen guys, in 2020, the Human Rights Foundation launched a fund to support software developers who are making Bitcoin network more private, decentralized and resilient so that it can better serve as a financial tool for human rights activists, civil society organizations and journalists around the world. Now the news is that the Human Rights Foundation has donated $500,000 to 15 global Bitcoin projects and these new grants are focusing on furthering worldwide Bitcoin education and co-development, even DLCs, e-cash and financial aid for developers from repressive regimes. Now in the official news cards that is mentioned in the show notes below, you can actually look at the different countries where they have actually gone ahead and donated $500,000. And look guys, this is one of the beauties of using Bitcoin blockchain cause if a promise is made, you can actually go ahead and audit and check 
if the bitcoins have been transferred to these people and this to be honest is one of the biggest features of open blockchain now so far as the news regarding donation is concerned key areas of focus includes latin america africa and the middle east as well so definitely some positive news i guess so those were the news guys from crypto and coffee tate now guys let's look at two news from the Bulgaria and the middle east and the first news is that seeing joy amplifies its metaverse vision with three strategic initiatives in Dubai. So guys, let me go ahead and break down this news. Because C Enjoy Holding Corporation announced advancements in its metaverse initiatives and the established C Enjoy Verse Tech Limited, also called as SVTL in Dubai's DIFC. And SVTL guys aims to become a global metaverse hub with a focus on the Middle East and North Africa, also called as Mano Region. And they plan to offer an elegant metaverse lifestyle platform worldwide and Dr. Khalifa Al-Shimari joined as Chief Strategy Officer of SVTL or CNJOY Tech Limited and his expertise in local influence cars to be honest will actually support CNJOY's Dubai-centric metaverse goals and CNJOY has also signed a memorandum of understanding to acquire 90% shares in Nujum Al-Mashrak Media LLC also called as Nujum and Nujum cars is a Dubai-based multi-channel network nurturing content creators and Nujum's integration will enhance content creation for BeLive and SJVerse and the focus is on creating next-generation metaverse lifestyle content and Victor He, who is the CEO of C-Enjoy, emphasizes the commitment to intertwining global vision with regional experience so definitely positive news for Dubai I guess and guys listen, they aim to create a unique and transformative metaverse experience which is so critical and I've said this so many times guys in my metaverse everything podcast just switching current existing systems to the metaverse will not cut it. The new user experience has to be 10 times better than what we are currently experiencing and so far as Newgym is concerned, they are specializing in content creation on platforms like TikTok and so far as Enjoy is concerned, they are a Nasdaq listed interactive entertainment leader as well and they are also leveraging artificial intelligence technology to create immersive experiences and these experiences cars aim to connect and redefine entertainment globally and see enjoys dedicated to shaping a metaverse lifestyle so it's going to be really interesting to see how this news develops and it realizes now guys let's discuss second news and this news guys to be honest is indirectly connected to uae cause trade finance is actually based in uae and the news essentially is that sbi is working with uae's trade finex to set up joint crypto venture in Japan and this news guys is actually published by cointelegraph.com so let me go ahead and run through what this news is all about cause SBI Holdings and TradeFinex are forming a joint venture in Japan and the goal is to promote the adoption of the enterprise blockchain platform on the XDC network and TradeFinex guys is based in UAE and operates a decentralized platform on XDC network and it connects trade finance originators with banks and lending institutions and TradeFinex focuses on blockchain-based trade finance products and these products cars include invoicing, letter of credit, purchase order finance and supply chain finance and so far as XDC network is concerned, it is essentially an Ethereum virtual machine compatible enterprise blockchain and it aims at enterprise use cases and offers fast transactions, low gas fees and high capacity and the network uses native XDC token for various purposes and so far as the token is concerned guys. XDC token serves as a reserve cryptocurrency for third-party decentralized apps and the use also includes decentralized apps payment settlements, micro-payments, transaction costs and smart contract deployment and trade Phoenix cars as collaborations with organizations like World Trade Organization and ICC as well. Now so far as the collaboration is concerned guys, the goal is to enhance trade finance with blockchain improving speed, transparency and traceability 
And so far as trade connects is concerned, the operator has both permission and permissionless allowing selective data sharing. Now listen guys, I definitely have a problem with permission blockchain because there is nothing called as permission blockchain, but that is a completely different topic altogether. Now so far as the joint venture is concerned, they aim to localize XTC network information and documentation in Japan and it seeks to expand the availability of XTC token on local cryptocurrency exchanges and their deployment of trade finance solution is planned for Asia-Pacific region and because this is to do with Japan, looks like Japan may permit startups to raise funds through cryptocurrency token issuance and this partnership could be fruitful guys because this would be an alternative to conventional stock listing right? And look guys, Japan has always been a massive advocate of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and Japan's financial services agency plans to amend cryptocurrency related tax code as well. And these changes could include exemptions from paying unrealized gains tax on cryptocurrencies and these developments occur amidst evolving cryptocurrency regulations and adoption in Japan. Now look guys, the joint venture aims to facilitate blockchain trade finance solutions in the region so definitely positive news for Japan I guess. And those were the news guys from Crypto and Coffee at 8 from Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com. Check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. I have a question by Maya who asks, Do you think because of the 45 day stoppage, the price of Bitcoin and Cryptocurrencies could dump and then a pump? To be honest Maya, whenever it comes to the price of Bitcoin and Cryptocurrencies, I've always said this, all price predictions by so-called cryptocurrency influencers or specialists in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are 100% right, 50% of the time. In an actual perfect fit world, what should happen is because of this top gap arrangement, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies should actually go down and towards the 45 days, so around let's say the 40, 42nd or 43rd day, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies should actually bump up. But listen, we are living in an absolutely crazy world right now, isn't it? And look, Maya, one of the biggest events that is going to take place in the Bitcoin world is that of Bitcoin Spot ETF. Keeping in mind your question, could it be possible that because of this 45-day stop gap, the US Security and Exchange Commission are kind of pressurized to go ahead and give an outcome or decision on both the Bitcoin Spot ETF and the Ethereum Spot ETF? Now, if that thing happens, it could actually turn out to be fruitful for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And there are talks about that if a Bitcoin spot ETF is approved, the price of Bitcoin would immediately pump up to $100,000. It is extremely possible because look, there's a massive giant called as BlackRock who have the hands on Bitcoin spot ETF. Now really I'm not sure if that thing would actually turn out. This would something happen in a perfect idealistic world. But listen, one of the biggest worries Maya is that the US election is, is actually taking place next year. And I've mentioned this in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, whenever there is a US election, the previous year and more precisely the last quarter of the previous year is when there's new drama that unfolds and usually these dramas are not connected in the world of finance. So we're talking about geopolitical situation, let's say like World War 3, maybe another COVID-19. Those all factors will definitely affect the US election in a massive way 
Now, these indirect news will definitely impact the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Look at what happened when there was COVID-19. The price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies definitely fell down. Could it be possible in the final quarter of this year? We are some political drama not connected to Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. Most likely, yes. And that news, I do feel, will definitely have an impact on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now, I already answered your question regarding the 45-day stopgap arrangement. But look, once everyone is aware about this, I'm pretty much sure the Bitcoin wheels and cryptocurrency wheels will try to manipulate this market. And that's one of the reasons why I'm really curious to check what happens to the price of Bitcoin the moment, let's say, the US stock market opens and the moment Twitter goes and explodes. And it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of narrative mainstream media goes ahead and portrays regarding, let's say, the finance world. And that news, whether it's connected to Bitcoin or not, unfortunately will have a massive impact on the price of Bitcoin cryptocurrencies. Now, Maya, this is what I think. I think in an idealistic world, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, let's say on Monday or Tuesday, should actually go down. And as we get closer towards the 45-day stopgap arrangement, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency should bump up. And during that time, let's say if you do your some news regarding Bitcoin spot ETF or even regarding Ethereum spot ETF, I'm pretty much sure that'll be beneficial and that they only pump the demand for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So it's going to be really critical to keep an eye on these information. Now, those are my thoughts, honestly, Maya. But the cryptocurrency world is absolutely wild. And that's about all, guys. Some crypto and coffee date from Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. And guys, if you have any feedback or suggestions regarding the Fed government shutdown and the 45-day stop game arrangement, mention them in the comments below. And guys, remember Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. we have Krypton Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse, and how the series of episodes under Krypton Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world, the other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye-bye.